Cheryl just request to come into the live um thank you and let's get started hi Cheryl how are you hi yeah I'm really good how are you I'm oh, good I'm good good let's see if this one's a bit more normal <laughs> how's your day um it's been busy so i've literally just started um another course at uni um i'm training to i'm training to be an architect so i'm doing the last bit of my course um so wow. very full on yeah we're gonna have wow. to have, do another live on that guys because listen this is already, perfect actually already <laughs> i love it though because that says to me i'm building and i'm like okay she's building we like it <laughs> you de definitely building over here um it, this live is definitely perfect for me because um just in terms of organizing myself knowing that i can do it um today was a day where um we were going over the last assignment that we just handed in and i have this deep fear that I do not know anything if that makes sense because my road to one I'm in a space where I'm the only black person I'm the only black girl as well <laughs> and there's about 25 of us or so um mm. and I obviously have children I think there's only one other guy who has a child um so already that means that I'm I don't know it, okay bad bad idea but it just means that I feel like I'm behind because the ones without children they have a lot more time to like offer to their craft offer to their career um the job that I'm in is like the first job that I've had really had a proper job since giving birth to the twins they're four now so it's like from when I graduated four years later and now I'm finally getting back into my profession so I just feel like I don't have as much experience as the rest of them do fast forward to today obviously having discussions I was able to like put forth some really good stuff and like the lecture was like you know when they give you like a, oh yeah that's a good that's a good point kind of thing so I was like yeah yes. <laughs> I can yes. also you know it just it just helps to silent the voice in my head that oh yeah I'm not I'm not really up mm. with these guys because in every class there's always that one person that knows everything about everything and that always has an answer right <laughs> I hate that guy no. <laughs> oh my god this guy I swear and he's sitting behind me and the, I can't hear the guy because you're talking about what you know like shut up like mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um even in conversation with him, you'll tell him, oh, like, this happened in the in the place that I'm in. And he's come to say, oh, yeah, this happened to me and this happened to me. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about my experience. Like, let me talk about The lack of self-awareness is a lot, right? I mean... <laughs> like, he's, you know, he's at the best practice. He's top. He's working with top people. They were... He was able to, like, you know, get people to overlook his work. He's got this to draw from, this experience to draw from that. And I'm like... And these are the kind of people I'm competing against. So it's just... Mm. 
that inner voice just yeah. starts speaking even louder and oh yeah it's, but anyway really, we are here it's really common and and actually it's really brave of you to actually come on here and and say that because sometimes we a, a coping mechanism is to just force it away and pretend those thoughts aren't there and then just yeah. play small and hopefully people won't notice i'm there that's a coping that's a, that's a good a system that people are like this will keep me safe um yeah. and obviously they rob themselves of a full experience because those voices that imposter syndrome really does what it's there to do and has you holding back um so thank you so much for like speaking on your experience i think it's really powerful that women will be listening and be able to say you know what sometimes i feel like i don't belong or i feel lesser than which is really hard because we've got history like when we don't live in a vacuum we've got a whole social context at mm -hmm. play we've got respectability politics at play um so there's loads to unpack yeah. there is loads to unpack with that definitely, one definitely but we thank you for coming let's go back let's start again sorry guys cheryl introduce yourself and uh, our topic today obviously um what do you do and yeah introduce yourself <laughs> okay so my name is cheryl i'm a life coach i'm uh, an empowerment and radical self-love practitioner um i've worked with over 70 women over the past two and a bit years um taking them through programs um self-development um transformational programs to help them in the areas of time management self-worth confidence self-belief manifesting the life that they want you know prioritizing themselves organizing themselves communicating well getting clear on their values so all of that kind of summed up is kind of in the area of I'd say it is transformation it's getting a, a solid sense of self that's my that's my sweet spot connecting you with your authenticity amazing amazing um okay don't forget to say your full DLs in DLs in full for the podcast okay ah. so yeah say your um actual company and basically where we can reach you oh thank you so i'm cheryl may Dion on instagram you can just um click the instagram link if you're watching on instagram if you're listening on the podcast cheryl may and john you can find me on instagram or my website is connectedconscious.co.uk the, the the company itself is called connected conscious Thank you, thank you. And as I was saying earlier, this is why this has come at the perfect time for me. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I just like make the content around my life. So all these lives is <laughs> <I love that. laughs> all for me. Like I know you guys take take it in, but most of the time <laughs> it just happens to align with my life. So we just we go on a journey here. Um obviously I've even like I'm sure you guys have noticed I've grown with this. Um but anyway we um Which is we're beautiful. So grateful. <laughs> I love we're so grateful that you're here. Um mm. But yeah, so in terms of uh, as a mum, obviously our audience is predominantly mums. Yeah. Um, we know that we put our children first. We know we become small as life gets bigger. 
mm-hmm. um, in terms of us as like individuals. So kind of where do we start to kind of recognize those signs, I guess, where we know that, do you know what, maybe I do need to take a step back and think about myself. When, when do you know that you've actually let yourself go? Mm. see again even the whole concept of letting yourself go there's blame there you know it's Mm. it's me i feel like there's a lot of unlearning to do around this concept of being a good woman about Mm -hmm. around this concept of um you know how do i am i being you know is the house clean enough have i cooked a nutritionist enough meal you know is my partner happy are the kids reading it you know it's all how to be the good the good woman and all of those things are great but I feel like men don't have that same weight that same that same heaviness that they have to carry and then you know go out in the world and be an individual so there's a certain like I, I'd say double standard that we have to hold ourselves to and that kind of contributes to this sense of um you know not being good enough because we're we're fighting a losing battle we're kind of trying to be this ridiculous standard of woman who can do it all and have her nails done and makeup and edges and and it's a lot um so when i'm thinking about how to prioritize yourself um mm. and how how do you do it it's again unlearning what we've been taught and realizing that the more you pour into yourself, it means you can show up more fully as a better mum, as a better wife, as a better individual, because you've taken that time for yourself. And until, because it's all, it sounds very nice in our mouths and, you know, we can say it, but sometimes it's fighting against an actual core belief that I am last on my priority list. I need to be doing this this and this with this person this person this person just to be a good person and then maybe at 11 p.m till 12 o'clock until i fall asleep i can have an hour to watch netflix for myself and that is the entire me time that we get if that you know maybe on a friday or saturday night we've finally we've done everything for everyone i'm gonna watch my favorite show and oh god no it, it, it is it is counterintuitive but the moment we can build that sense of i'm an individual i was some i'm somebody's child too you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually someone's child like yeah i am an individual i have wants and needs you know i i like to be praised and told that i'm wonderful Mm -hmm. and i'm not sorry about that um and i feel like the moment i got a hold of that need i wasn't pretending that oh no don't worry about me I was like no I actually really want to be recognized I really want to be appreciated yeah and it feels really awkward to actually be able to say that and it take took me a lot of work to get to the place where I was going to admit to wanting praise but the moment I was able to own it that changed a lot for me yeah I've definitely said you know what I've put down my superwoman cape I'm not superwoman never have been no I'm tired (laughs) I am tired because it just doesn't get you anywhere and I think um those with like a partner as well living with someone you start internalizing your frustrations about them not being there or being your helpmate and stuff like that because you're just not generally not asking for help you're not being um a person that 
can be open about kind of what you need to do what you need to achieve you're just putting it all on your back and carrying everything because you feel like that is your um obligation um my obligation is to make sure that the kids are okay then make sure that the house is clean no someone else lives here someone else also made the children they also have to help (laughs) and they cannot read my mind guys again that's a whole nother life but (laughs) the the, the basis is that I have definitely put down that sword put down that cape put down that everything because I can't come and kill myself literally 100 100 and I just want to touch on so you touched on it briefly but actually Mm. it's so prevalent especially in our community the word Mm. resentment um, mm-hmm. And it's a hard one to own. And sometimes it can just be bubbling underneath the surface. Yep. And you probably won't take it out on your partner who maybe you feel those, those feelings of, but I'm doing, why, how, why is it 95%, 5%? Why is that the split in our household? Uh, it, it might not be him you take it out on. It might be your children. It might be someone at work or it might be, you know, a friend. And we, if we haven't, done the work Mm. it can build and be part of our character because we are not claiming the fact that look I need help I have a need here and that need is support you know mine was I want appreciation or I want praise everyone is different right some people are I just I need support here um and some people are happy to do the lion's share of the work but they want something else and there's no one size fits all but that key thing about opening your mouth and and asking um, and having that open communication, especially within the community where sometimes we we, we think we live in a patriarchal society here. They've got uh, in other, you know, if you're from the diaspora, you know, our parents Mm -hmm. have come from a very patriarchal system oftentimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're kind of deciding what we want to keep and deciding that what, actually this doesn't serve me in this current context and making a choice together about and communicating what those needs are and how you want to show up in this relationship yeah someone asks what if no one listens (laughs) (laughs) that one is too much to unpack in itself because you know why is the person not listening to you what is there need to be a a space for a mediator is there maybe you're not communicating correctly isn't it all that kind of stuff but Mm -hmm. yeah just to cut just I think it's such a beautiful question but what I work with my the ladies that I work with are Mm. very much trying to not attach themselves because what very often what we do is I have a need for support so what I'm going to do is have this conversation and try and get him to do it because I'm going to refuse to cook. But also I'm going to not, uh, I'm going to leave the hoover out. And also I'm going to, we do all these different. It's like a passive ing- aggressive thing. Yeah. Some people do mm. passive aggressive. Some people do, I'm going to nag or, or some people, and that's a really loaded term. But some, what I'm saying is that some people, we, we, we find um, mechanisms or we find strategies to try and get people to do what we want them to do and that's already Mm -hmm. doing too much so even when 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 a Rachel you're saying what if nobody listens all we're trying to get you to do is to connect with your truth and to express from that from that place 
Mm. We can't attach ourselves to, oh, is that person going to do it? Or, There's many different ways to skin a cat. And we like to micromanage people and say, no, but you need okay. to do it like this way on this mm. day. And the, mm. no, no, all you need to do is say, do you know what? I have a need and this is it. Yeah. And they may or may not respond favorably, but that is your work done. I have a need and this is it. And for some reason that can take weeks <laughs> to get to that point because it's it's not a muscle we're used to using we're not we're not used to saying i need i need this thing some people are like i'll die before i will literally i will i will die before somebody catches me saying i'm i, I need this please we like, not me i will suffer first thank you i, I, I was there i was there i was there <laughs> i was now there <laughs> good but yeah um so how do we start communicating our needs and wants effectively because i think again you already touched on it as well nagging oh i'm saying this i keep saying this i keep saying this not getting it or they're not getting it um how do i communicate my needs um effectively really good question and you'll be surprised how often women think they're create, com, um, communicating a need, but they're mm -hmm. actually delivering a strategy. So it's mm -hmm. really about getting really real with yourself and doing that work by yourself about what your needs are. Because that getting to that place, sometimes we're like, oh, I need support, I need help. But actually when we do the work, sometimes it can be, um, I, want, I want affection, I want, um, I want more quality time. Um, I want, there's, there's lots, there's layers to it. Like it's to just say a blanket, the need is this. Sometimes it's respect and that's where the work is. So once you have really spent time figuring out what the need is, and very often that is rooted in, you know, what was your home situation like? What was, you know, what was your position in the family? What was your school experience like? There's so much work, but we need to get down to the nitty gritty of what is true for you. Mm. And then you, it's even before you started to communicate and asking your needs to be met, because sometimes you're like, oh, all this time I've been trying to tell people, I've been really angry when people are late, when actually all I'm trying to do is, you know, make myself feel secure. You know, when people are late, it makes me feel insecure or like unstable. But that's because X, Y, Z. Oh, I can see that now. And that process of realisation, honestly, it releases you from just certain certain ways of being that you have no idea that you're stuck in this loop, stuck in this trigger, Think certain things that trigger you people aren't doing deliberately to hurt your feelings but they're they're cutting you deep if you can get a hold of what it's about you can literally release yourself from a lot of this a lot of the the toxic behavior that can sometimes look like nagging or look like but you did this to me you 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 and you know a lot of the time it is in a work um, but it's a beautiful journey. It's a yeah, beautiful journey. definitely. That being said, there's a thing that I do now, 
because sometimes someone will say something to you and I have to like relate it back to them. So short story, there's a guy who's talking about um, picking up weights, right? Compared to picking up his woman. And obviously there's a certain type of woman that you would go for so that you wouldn't blow out your back basically. So I basically said to him, what I'm hearing you say is that we should lose weight so that our men can pick us up. I know that's not what you said, but this is what I'm hearing. So <laughs> obviously this is a joke between me and my friend, but <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, um, basically I would say to, to someone, say that even my husband, like, okay, I know you're saying this, but this is what I'm getting from it. Is this correct? Or, you know, do you want to tell, do you want to try and um, get any kind of like overlapping kind of, you know, takes on whatever you're saying because I feel like I, as women I, we hear what we want to hear out of the whole sentence, you know, a guy would say a whole sentence but really hear <laughs> one word that he used Yeah, really hear that one word that he used, so it's kind of like to just allow the communication to flow better between you and the person that you're trying to communicate with so even mm -hmm. if you do say, oh I want um what's it affection and the person says okay well I'll kiss you every day and you're like no no I will like the affection you have to like be able to open out the yeah. need or the want rather mm -hmm. than just say that as like a blanket statement I think that mm -hmm. um, would mm -hmm. also help um, it's a brilliant technique I really love that and I yeah. use that a lot in my practice um, as a coach sometimes when people hear what they've said when you've repeated it back to them they're kind of like that's not what I meant. <laughs> or yeah, that's one. That's not what I meant. Or ooh, yeah, you know, it just it sometimes yeah. it just is just really helpful. And you're right, it does kind of open out the conversation because yeah. sometimes when you're going at it, no one's listening to anyone. No, so exactly. So and it's not really like technique. we've recorded the conversation. So sometimes I think it's again men listen differently. I'm just in this would this is just general like men versus women kind of thing but they listen differently so sometimes when they do relate back what you said like how you said it you'll be like but that's not what I said and you'll be like but he'll be like no but that is what you said but no but because you meant it in a completely different way but the way they take it as well is because how you exactly how you said it um they take it very literal they're very literal logic logical thinkers aren't they so um it's, yeah it's very interesting oh gosh this life as a woman it's not easy it's not easy <laughs> <laughs> okay be. so I know I know that there would be a time um job market is very open now so for the mums who are thinking about going to work and feeling like um they're just not good enough not been been out of you know the some women are logical thinkers mm, I think it's far and few though compared to because we do kind of tend to not like tend to lean on our feelings a lot more our intuitions right I think so I don't think that I don't think women you know are, are less I think women are less logical anyway um, as a woman going back to the office or going back to work, you know, feeling confident in your skills, you know, for me, it was extremely hard. Um, this is the first job that I've had since, first professional job that I've had since having the twins four years ago, um, knowing that my skills are still worthy in a sense, knowing that 
um, I'm still capable of doing my job or I'm still as good as the next person um, mm. was extremely difficult. I'm still struggling with it now, obviously, as I said in the beginning mm. with um, the uni thing. Um, how do we have that, boost that confidence in ourselves? Mm. Um, yeah, on a daily basis going forward. It's a brilliant question. And, you know, a lot of women are in that situation. Um, so if you think of a table, right, you've got like, this is the issue, um, or let's say imposter syndrome, it's held up by like four beliefs. Those are the legs of the table, right? And they're mm. strong wooden legs. So the first thing you need to do to break this table of imposter syndrome or self-doubt is to shoot out these legs because they're strong wooden legs. So whatever this belief is, oh, I'm, I'm only, you know, I've, I haven't been doing it for four years. My knowledge is dated how what, how are we going to shoot out those legs like how are we going to um i mean is it is it true like so if you if you were to say that um i have a belief that because i'm a black woman that my, i'm you know i'm less worthy mm-hmm. are you less worthy what what makes you worse let's examine that let's really yeah. look at it is it true is it true all of the time if something is true it would have to be true all of the for time everything yeah, yeah yeah it can't it can't be true oh it's true for this one and that one but not true for that one no it, it's true or it's not yeah. and we go through each one and really look at what what how those beliefs are holding up this imposter syndrome so what 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 are the beliefs that are holding this imposter syndrome in place claire like what's one of the beliefs for me yeah um the belief um one of them would be yes I've been out of work for so long um the uh, newer newer younger brighter models versions of me are coming through um the system um no one would take me as I as with the with the the amount of experience that I have you know, because I obviously when I I've been thinking about jumping ship from where I am now to go somewhere else, but that belief of oh, do you have enough skills to be anywhere else? Like this is the best place you're gonna get that kind of um, belief. Oh, um, really yeah. pervasive thoughts. Really pervasive. I'm trying. I'm trying, guys. We're trying. No, but, but I think it's really it's amazing. Very real. It's good that you're aware of the thoughts because some people aren't aware of them. So you're already part way on the journey because you're like these are the beliefs that I have and you've got a hold of them so some people aren't even at the stage where they're aware that they're having a negative thought they just they have the thought and the thought is fact to them like there's no separation between them and the thought so first of all (laughs) I can see Oma there saying do it jump I, I can see um so yeah being aware that you are not your thoughts is huge or you are not your emotions because there's you who is the consciousness which is that you as a being like just being like somewhat a, a being that is able to ha- experience feelings a being that's able to have thoughts the thoughts that come in are not you you are you are observing the thoughts you are you can feel the emotions but at behind all that is you your energy your 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 essence your soul your spirit so you can once you're aware that oh look there's that thought that i'm not good enough oh i see it okay cool oh look there's that thought that i am 
you know, I've, my knowledge is dated and no one would take me on. Okay, there's that thought. So you catch it. So you're already at that stage that you realise that you're having the thought and you can see it, you can track it. Like, oh gosh, there's that, there she goes again. Mm -hmm. So that's a good stage to be at. But then we have to look at, well, is it true? Are these things genuinely true? And we'd go through a full process because what happens is once you kind of make those legs a bit wobbly and destabilise those beliefs, then, and I don't recommend doing this before you've destabilised those core beliefs, then we can start using things like affirmations. Then we can start thinking about questions around, well, is there a market for black women architects? is there does does being a unicorn of a of an expert is that an asset or a hindrance do we think that in the next five ten years there's going to be an industry for black women that have our perspective that have our needs do we think that there's going to be a need for someone that is going to have that level of expertise serving that specific part of the market hmm. Do we think it's going to be benef beneficial to have a niche? Do we think that, you know, we can start thinking about, okay, is there another way of looking at it? But yeah. I would only go on, go on that full process with you once we've really started to think about how we're going to destabilise the beliefs that are already in place. Because you're going to put new beliefs next to the ones that already exist. The table is still strong. Yes. You need to knock those legs out first, then think about realistically what's the market like, and then we look at things like affirmations, which sound a bit woo-woo, but girl. No, I was definitely <laughs> doing affirmations on the train home today because as the session was really good, I was just like, no. Like, you know when you look in the mirror and you're just like, no, like I'm, I'm actually, I actually know what I'm doing. Like, I actually have knowledge. I am somewhat a superwoman but I also need help I also need guidance I also mm -hmm. can fall back and learn I'm learnable I'm teachable I'm mm -hmm. you know all those sort of things so that is like my affirmations for myself mm -hmm. in um, regards to like this whole journey of career um, but I think as mums we just need to be able to find that thing where we can say yes I'm good enough um, you're not just good enough you're amazing like you're a mum of twins you're doing an architect this is absolutely wild and i'm going to be building a house in west africa what i wouldn't uh, i would absolutely jump at the chance to work with a black woman who has children to design my home like it's crazy for me that you're doubting like if there's going to be a need or if people will work with me and you know mm. so yeah even even once we've done the initial work there's you should actually feel so on fire because you know people are desperate for diversity and you know the reason why is because genuinely having a, a different perspective than that of I, I presume there are a lot of white males in the room um yeah you know they lack the diversity is going to strengthen them so you really yeah. need to be in your authentic self because it's your unique perspective and your unique way of looking at things that is actually your strength i can't lie there's been this one job that's come up every single time i go on this website the job still keeps coming up and i'm like oh i should apply i should but then i'm just like it's like 
it's like your car is going, then you just you just press the brake. Like I just press the brake. I'm like, nah, it's alright. <laughs> but the job keeps coming up. Like this is the third time I've gone on the website, and the same job, the same place. I'm like, I really want this, but then let me just press. Let me just press pause one second. What is the um, pause but... button? What is the, <laughs> the pause? You know, it's is... the voices. It's there's some thoughts yeah, there definitely. that you're not aware of definitely. then because. Yeah, so some of the thoughts you're aware of, but some of them, they actually have real-world effects. They genuinely keep you locked in inaction. Yes! Almost, you know, <laughs> it's your snare. You won't know until you try. Go for it. It could be a sign, right? It could. I did think that, and then I was talking to my tutor today, and he was like, yeah, you might need to jump from where you are now, just due to, like, the work politics and... um I was like, maybe. So yeah, anyway, by the end of the week, guys, give me, give me, no, give me the maybe two weeks. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we will start putting them out and we'll put feelers out and see what happens because it is true. Um, it's just having that, that drive within yourself, um, which we do, because I, I was talking about this to someone else, like the faith or the drive that I had like before when I was pregnant with the twins to compare to now I think now I'm just like a bit more cautious a bit more like again it's the it's the voices it's the um ideas that I have about myself I'm just a bit more like oh can I do this where before you could not tell me anything like (laughs) I was pregnant with twins during my master's and the woman told me you're what if you have a c-section you can't come into uni I said I'm not having a c-section lo and behold I did have a c-section in the end oh, but... but I mean she doesn't need to be speaking <laughs> that negativity in your whole life not, like she could back. not speak it to me I don't literally I was like nope so after the end I'm having this I'm having that I'm doing this I'm doing this and now I think yeah I think that's just knocked me back a couple a couple pegs so but um I hear you but I still I don't know about you but because me becoming a mum has given me boundaries that I would never have dreamed of being able to have pre-motherhood. So there's something Mm. about, because you're a mum, that you get to have these boundaries uh, that empower you, that kind of... Because boundaries force people to respect you. It sounds odd. It sounds counterintuitive. Boundaries like what, though? Boundaries like, like, I'm a mum, so I need to leave at four, but Mm. I will start at eight. And you know that so I that that's just my that's that's just my routine and don't 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 holler at me after hours like my phone is off because I'm a mum so normally if you have a client if they're paying you decent money they think they can have access to you round the clock and this and that and if you have these boundaries and you're able to set them up from the outset and you're mm. super clear they have to respect them and actually your value will go up because you're not. They haven't, you're not available like that you're not yeah. you're not Jeeves you're not a butler so I I found that my value how I valued myself went up because genuinely I don't have that much time because I choose to spend it with my child and that has meant that I'm less available so my price has gone up Mm. so and that but that doesn't mean the quality is any less it's that I choose to have less clients because I'm really I'm really focused on delivering quality so instead of having 30 clients and you're one of 30 that I can like do a little bit here I'm like these are my prices because xyz and I'm choosing to work with you because I know that I can help you and it's just it's amazing how it all works and 
don't worry about feeling like I'm a mum, I've got all this extra, they're probably not going to like me. You don't need to, they don't need to know your business. You, they just need to know how they can work with you. And mm. you set, set your boundaries from the outset. If you want to share that you're a mum and you have twins, blah, 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 you can. But I, I had all of the backing I needed because I know that I'm a mum. I genuinely have really i have to have these clear boundaries because i've got priorities here so yeah i'd say just step into your the new version of yourself don't look at it like it's a like it's a a something that they have to make a concession for there's no concessions for you you're you know what mum have you have you seen the mind of a mum what are we doing how are we creating dinner putting together outfits planning birthday parties like still doing our nails it's absolutely wild mums are the best people to have work for you because they are they're just we're just incredible our minds what we're able to do in terms of productivity and multitasking and forward planning it's actually mm. wild yeah i think that's the transferable skills that i need to tap into <laughs> Um, okay, let's go to a case scenario. So um, someone says, I'm a mum who feels stagnant, like in terms of growth. Um, I feel like a hamster running on a wheel, in other words, continuous movement, but without a purpose or direction. How do I find my purpose? Woo, that's a big question. Purpose. How do you find your purpose? Well, I mean... <laughs> you can there is there are several different route that um routes that you can take you can start with um working with a coach to speed up the process um you can watch some just just create some space create some space and figure out what brings you joy um there is stuff that you can do um definitely because you will always know there'll be something that has always been this niggling thing that is, you know, something that you just do and you enjoy doing it. And you've always mm. been like, yeah, but that's not anything. You know, it can be your purpose, but you know, motherhood, that's fine. You know, that can, that can work. It could be something creative. It could be a community that you set up. It could be, you know, making dresses, whatever it is like. And, and here's the thing your purpose isn't like this you do this job and you are ah, ascended it's like the journey of peeling back the onion layers the journey of like getting closer to what makes you the hairs on the back of your neck stand up just the journey of being like oh i like it over here and then just following that a little bit it's not like bang ding 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 purpose there it is it's just like oh i prefer it over here do i i'm actually going to move in this direction as opposed to i prefer it over here i'm in a job that i hate i'm just going to stay in a job that i hate and you know this thing over here that you enjoy doing you're just like i but i'm scared to even look in that direction because you know bills and this salary that is not even enough to cover my bills i have to stay mm-hmm. here and be miserable mm-hmm. And how yeah. many of us stay in this position and five years go past, 10 years go past and we're still like, I hate, I hate this job. I, I don't want to be here. I've always wanted to be creative. You know, I've got an idea for a business, but I'm too scared. Oh, I'm just going to stay here though. So hopefully something will change. You speak to them in five years and they're exactly the same place. So it's just about 
dare it doesn't need to be like jumping off a cliff right because yeah. we're mums we have got children we've got responsibilities i'm not going to tell people just quit your job and throw caution to the wind but i will say you are the creator of your own reality in my programs i do a lot of work on time management do a lot of work on um how to structure your week you know some people love wall charts i love a wall chart but just to help your family know when family time is and when your you time is and how you can safeguard that you time so it's not like oh yes it's friday afternoon but then your partner is off out the door at 4 p.m on a friday afternoon you're like but but, but, that was supposed to be like no it's in everybody knows it's in like it don't even try me with this one because it's in it's Mm. been in okay Mm -hmm. so you need to have that forward planning that kind of bird's eye view of your life and it doesn't it's just a slight habit shift but you need to be on the front foot with creating that space because as i said at the very start it ends up just being like 11 p.m on a saturday night i get to like be comatose on the sofa like i'm watching netflix this is my me time sis that's not me time (laughs) no no you're yeah you're preaching you're preaching you're preaching because (laughs) (laughs) this has been in my home clearly because yeah it's exactly (laughs) it's exactly what happens in my house no we're fixing it we're fixing it though but um yeah I think it's that thing where I was talking to um my friend today about it just being purposeful I think now it's like a thing where if I, you do want to do something, be purposeful to do it. Don't just say, oh, I'm going to do it, or I, I would like to do that. Do it. Like, really, okay, I'm talking to myself, but <laughs> say that you put the things in the line so that you know, like, how you're getting there in a sense. If you know you want, um, okay, well, so that's a little, like, if you, like, you lost your job today, but you said that you were going to get a thousand pounds by the end of the month, like, be purposeful to, like, create space to make that money in a sense um just have an idea of what you want and work towards it um Mm. diligently rather Mm. than just saying oh it'd be nice to have a thousand pound but you know you know it'll be nice yeah just yeah know what you want and go for it kind of thing so i'm big Um, on goals i'm big on having a goal and that's why i think coaching is quite different to therapy although we do a lot of the inner work and all of this kind of stuff shadow work but we are we're quite goal orientated like I want my Mm. clients to have results like I want them to have this this work to have real world effects so I'm very you know bold about like tell me what you want like let's let's go for it like I'm not I think it's a lot of the time we like as a safety measure we don't have goals because we can't if we don't have a goal we can't miss you know yeah yeah but but that's not the way to think about it like I love having targets and actually gearing up to hit that target in a very very real way um Mm. and sometimes that might take a bit of time but that's okay but your subconscious does amazing things it's such a powerful thing that if you just plant that seed and exactly exactly as Rachel's saying intentionality if you plant that seed like amazing things happen for sure definitely definitely how um what kind of self-development things can we do um to get us to be able to you know push for push for more 
because I think again as mums we kind of do just settle for the um bare minimum because now it's like oh, we've got to raise this next generation maybe we should just put all our power into them um someone did tell me one time don't necessarily see them as a burden just bring them along um for the journey so you know it's kind of like oh I can't do this I can't do that it's just just bring them along just do it with them <laughs> so yeah what kind of self um development things could like us as mums do mm. oh my god there's so much there's so much but obviously okay, top, I don't wanna... top five, top five top <laughs> yeah five. yeah um I don't want to overwhelm people um so there's so many books there's so much reading that you can do and obviously YouTube is a brilliant resource but obviously I am going to say work with a coach because that will speed up the process and you can just have them hold your hand through uh, the process, which is a much quicker way to go through it. But if you don't want to make that kind of investment into your self-development, you can, yeah, pick up a book. One of my favourite books is called Do Less, which I think all women should read. It's that thing about a lot of the time in our society, we value ourselves on our productivity and we're like, I've done this and I've done this and rest is seen as... Mm -hmm. Some of our parents were like, you're resting. Uh, rest you're sleeping at this time. <laughs> this time you're sleeping. Literally, <laughs> literally, there's so much shame wrapped up in, but we won't even go down that route mm. because I'll be here forever. But um, <laughs> certainly, figuring out your your body rhythms, tuning back in, like. I have a whole unit on like tuning into your cycle. Like as women, there's so much information in our in our cycle. We're not like men. We're not supposed yeah. to be nine to five, 365 days a year doing the same thing. Like that's not our bodies aren't made like that. There's a week we all we there's a week where we need to rest where we should rest, and there's a week where I'm like, see me, everybody, look at me, I'm here, and I know I'm going to be on form if I can start to be really in tune with my body and what's going on and when I need to recharge and when I have like really good ideas and when I need to then sort of um get into the detail of things like that's all all of that information is in my cycle there's certain phases of my cycle where certain tasks are better suited when I started to sync up with that whoo really 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 powerful the other thing is um your community your tribe like i love the work you're doing. places like mummy's day are so important because your vibe it attracts your tribe and when you can be like, like show me your friends and i'll show you who you are you are the sum mm-hmm. total of the people that are closest to you so get into a community of women like accountability counts for a lot and you know make sure that the women in your circle are for you and are on that same trip tip like it's very mm-hmm. important so mummy's day out very important um i'm running an event next month uh, it's free it's going to be goodie bags there's going to be speakers there's going to be panelists there's going to be like it's going to be a lot there's going to be food but i'm going all out because it's the first one that we've done because it's been locked down so i'm really excited to just bring women who are into self-development together um Mm. and as i say tickets are free so go onto my page uh, click the link in my bio and you can come along to a beautiful self-development event all about healing. What's, what's the date? It is on a Sunday. Um, it's on Sunday the 7th of November. Um, and tickets go live tomorrow. Um, 
they will sell out because we've got a really lovely community already um but i think that it will and i I just think it's a powerful thing when women commune i'm sure you know Definitely, definitely. I am all for new friends, new communities, new connections. Because, yeah, we do have to help each other. We, I don't know, some, well, maybe it's just, you know, we have this thing where we compete against each other as black women as well, um, where we aren't trying to, like, come together. The, the, the powers that be around us are not trying to get us to come together. So we need to come together and really encourage one another. And there is enough bread for everyone you know they're still printing they're still printing money guys so (laughs) we don't (laughs) we don't need to we don't need to fight you know um it's good to have a community good to have people good guidance good friendships um you know again that drain that comes into if someone you feel is draining you then you know it's it's okay to cut ties you know just fill yourself with um people who are like-minded people who will encourage you people who are um doing well and have you know results if that's what you want to see in your life Mm um yeah so definitely obviously the event sounds amazing um again it's just good to see people in real life (laughs) zoom is lovely but you know we do want to you know be able to hug and stuff um 100% and just to say uh, two quick wins and that this these are practical ones for me my mornings are everything like <laughs> my mornings are so um and it took me a while to get my morning routine right but once I did and the secret for me was getting up an hour before my son at least an hour before my son because for a long time my, my son was my alarm clock but mm. then um always chasing my day like I get like mommy breakfast or da, 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 whatever it is and then I'm you know I'm chasing my day I'm making him breakfast and da, da, da. whereas if I have that hour and that hour is literally just meditation do my journaling do like light yoga like when I say I'm barely even working out but just a bit of movement. it's like a stretch yeah like yeah stretch. I put mm-hmm. it on my like, Alexa device because I'm not here for some people like yeah hit first thing go for a run in the cult me in this England see in I'm... my head that's what I'm doing <laughs> but when I get out of bed that's not what I've done yeah 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 but I really wish I could I really wish I could there's some days some mornings I would get up and I'll do like a really good 20 minute workout and there's other days like I wake up and I've got 10 minutes to leave the house like it's never consistent so that's another thing that I need to work Mm. on well when once I've got my morning route so I do Monday to Thursday, six o'clock without fail, or maybe like mm. 10 to six without fail. And that tends to be an hour before my son. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't set an alarm. You know, Saturday, I still get up early. But mm. now that's my new normal. It is, I, I can't tell you how much it has changed my whole... That's a good idea. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but in order for that to be realistic... In order to get up early, you need to go to bed early. And that one was really hard for me. Mm-hmm. That one right there. Was, you know, because we all know once they're in bed, then you're like, oh, it's my time. Definitely. And I get that. I get that. But um, yeah, those two things. I think that the getting to bed early is the thing that you need to do in order to get up early. 
but if you can do those two things that um you are you are in control of your day you are mm. on the front foot you are the architect hey 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 of your <laughs> of your day so those would be my two takeaways if you don't do anything else sort out your morning routine and get a consistent bedtime no screens mm. for an hour before bed as well Oh, we'll try. <laughs> we have to try, like, I try and put, like, my phone on the other side. So it's not, like, under my pillow because I'm so quick to, like, just hit, like, um, cancel alarm and then I'll go, obviously, close your eyes and then 30 minutes later, you're, you're struggling to get up. So yeah. I do that often. Um, Sophia says, too, my child is almost... <laughs> I have to. I need to do that. I need to do that, yeah, because I only have one then, you know... And then it'll be the next alarm will be my husband's alarm, and that's when I'm there. Okay, I'm late now. Um, <laughs> so someone said, um, "My my child is almost three, and I'm trying, still trying to figure out when to exercise." Yeah, do you know what I realised that exercise doesn't need to be one hour. I think that's where it it yes. it help like it helps because I'm always thinking, "Oh, I can't have time. I don't have time." I don't. The exercise doesn't need to be a whole hour, even if it's just 10 minutes. Um, as you said, you're light yoga, um, where you're just moving your body mm-hmm. more so than you normally would chasing mm-hmm. after your toddler um, mm-hmm. and being in your element is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you control your evenings if, if your child has intermittent sleeping patterns? Mm, no, just ha- having a child with uh, tough sleeping patterns is really, really challenging. But if mm. you can just work on getting yourself to bed early, and at least then you will have a bit of a head start. I know that having broken sleep is so tough. I'm sorry, mm. I hope this phase will pass. Um, but definitely start looking at things on YouTube in terms of how you can support your child. I'm sure you're doing an amazing job you're doing the best that you can um i know with my little boy i found some resources on um youtube i just tried a few things and eventually i got i got my thing that worked um and not everything is for everyone like you know there's certain methods that are just like abhorrent to certain mums and that's that's your choice you know you you make it your call so um get into your own research and um yeah Definitely get yourself to bed early to give yourself a bit of a head start because that sleep deprivation one there, yeah, that's that's tough. What kind of time do you get to bed then? Oh, I'm here talking my talk, but I uh, get to bed probably, my average time is midnight, but on, if I'm being really good, ideally it's 10, if I'm being good, it's 11, but I'd say on yeah. average midnight, but I'm absolutely fine on six hours sleep. And you know my secret? my secret to all secrets because you know sometimes you can have like eight hours sleep and still wake up tired and you're like what's going on yeah that's me <laughs> before try try this tonight right mm-hmm. if you go to bed no matter what time you go to bed if you go to bed at midnight if you go to bed at 1 a.m say i'm gonna wake up so refreshed these five hours sleep are gonna be the best five hours and i'm gonna really enjoy the sleep because the subconscious is so powerful. The last thing you say to yourself when you go to sleep is the, the thought you wake up with. What we don't realise that we're doing is that when we go to sleep, we're going to be like, oh, God, I'm having less than eight hours. I'm going to be so tired. And then yeah. surprise, surprise, you wake up and you're tired. But it's just a habit that we're in. So please, Claire, try it. 
and um, I'll, I'll message you to find out how you got on. It's ma it's very, very mad, but it's it seems too simple to be true, but try it. Do you know what, for me, yeah, I always find that it's night time when I want to start having, like, deep conversations with my husband. <laughs> and then he'll say something, and then I won't be able to sleep again. Like, <laughs> that needs to stop, obviously, as well. Um, that doesn't help. But, oh. yeah, I would definitely... Um, try and be more intentional in terms of waking up just yeah have the it's more especially now it's dark so I'm waking up it's pitch black I'm like oh I don't I know. you know like have that in my mind that you know actually it's still time to get up just get up and you'll be my you'll hack is getting up and brushing my teeth because if I wake up and even if I come to sit down my and and do my meditation sometimes I go back to sleep on the sofa yeah. I'm, I'm not done okay but if I do something like brush my teeth or wash my face then I'm in the zone but yeah sis I've been there all of this stuff is very recognizable but there are things you can do to put because honestly structure sets me free structure mm. this whole like maybe sometimes I hope I do it but I'll probably fail and then that's the perpetual vibe that you're on like there are definite hacks that you can do to get you consistent and this is not some people are seven days a week. I'm like, listen, Monday to Thursday, solid 6 a.m. No, like, no questions asked. 6 a.m., six hours sleep, ideally seven, but, you know, no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. I have my three days rest. But just, um, and I, I will say also, it's funny you say about the conversations you have late at night. Uh, for some reason, at 10 p.m., the second wind catches you, and that's when you, you get all your vim. Um, it's natural. <laughs> it's very natural it's very natural but if you can sleep between say 10 and 2 are really good sleeping hours like apparently if you're asleep during those hours you can you, it doesn't matter how much sleep you get it's like those there's some special kind of sleep that happens so in my program I've got a lot of like science but broken down so all of these ways to hack your body like your subconscious and they work I've done a lot of reading and I've packed it all into my program. So I'm just trying to give you <laughs> and trying to give you as much of the tea as I can. Okay. Let us know more about your program. Is there different levels? What kind of, what do you offer us? Ah, well, um, so it is a six week program. It's what I, it's what I, I do because again, it's like a, if it's just on and on and on and no shade to therapy, all right, I'm an advocate for therapy, but you can be in there three, five, ten years and still be, you know, that you're not, you're not in there for a result. Whereas yeah. coaching, you kind of are, and I'm okay with that. Um, it means it's, it means it's challenging, but it's, you, you, you get what you came for. Like, you know what you're investing in. Um, so it's six weeks, there's 12 modules. And because I'm a mum, I work with mums it's it's like it's low it's it's low time commitment but high intensity it's like high it's so it's two sessions a week one is self-study you get the resources which is where I give you all of the the hats the templates the information and then the live session is where we really go deep and we do the work that we started talking about early on in the session where we're breaking down beliefs and really that's where we get that sort of transformation in identity and self-worth and 
who you think you are or, or what you think you're not and why that is and how we can sort of unlock who you really are mm. and unlock your true capabilities. So it's amazing. I love it. I love it so much because I don't know why we just don't have the facility generally in society. We're just not set up for people to have those deep sort of introspective discussions that that feels too luxurious and oh I haven't got time for that when it's like this is actually your life yeah 100% 100% like I would definitely recommend working with a coach I have done in the past I've also done therapy also done like CBT like we've been for it I've been for it so I'm still working on it Mm -hmm. um even with all of that as well so it's one of those things where you don't just stop it's not one one thing fits all Mm -hmm. but it definitely helps you direct yourself in the right direction basically (laughs) without um because otherwise you are just going back on yourself or you are feeling like you're in this never-ending limbo but at least as I said with coaching you've got a goal you've got um stuff that you're trying to reach you know there's there's something that's going to happen at the end you're gonna have something will be broken um and yeah just it just helps it's just definitely a belief system for me um definitely breaking through being more aware of those things that I am like okay wait why am I feeling like this okay this is why and that cycle thing oh gosh like (laughs) now I know (laughs) I can warn everyone listen the cycle is coming next week so anything I say this week is null and void okay (laughs) because I know I am I could become a crybaby I could become very irritable I could become extremely emotional um try not to make any decisions in that week because yeah and then you know there's no there's another week when I'm just hot I'm just feeling myself I'm just yeah I'm this and that I can plan my whole life in that week and think yeah yeah I've got a goal and then the next week will come and I'm depressed and I'm done like no I don't want to do anything you know so I definitely can recognize like when my body is going through those mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. and then there's just this week where you just everything's fine I could see everything clearly I yes. knew that week I was tripping I knew that week yeah, I was just yeah, yeah. but when one. you know where your body is at before it gets there and you're like it, it's it's so empowering I've got a whole unit on it and I just feel like why isn't this taught in schools I'm sorry but this is like this is real information like definitely it's just empowering to know what you're going through and why and also to be like this whole concept of oh gosh she's oh she's having her cycle and you know don't listen to her actually we're just in a no bullshit zone like we just yeah. we're not here we're, like when you when you've just finished your cycle you're miss nicey nicey you're smiling at everyone like yeah. but there's a the time when you're just like i'm not here for bs don't come with your rubbish and you just like give me the truth and nothing but the truth i'm not here yeah. to mess about and if that scares you if that's like so awful then that's a you problem and that's the misogyny jumping out right there because it's not that I've lost my mind that's what they told us in times gone by that this woman is crazy don't listen to her lock her away she's dirty and there's again so much unlearning around that and how women relate to their bodies everything is just like keep that away from me when actually and this is going to sound mad now this is a bit left okay so and then not everyone's ready to hear this. But if, for example, by, for whatever reason, you decided to put your 
your your your um your cycle your blood mm -hmm. in a plant mm -hmm. the plant will grow the plant is it, it's full of nutrients it's not it's it's not excrement so we need to stop okay. this relationship with our cycles that is just like oh i hate it it's awful nowadays when i'm on my cycle i'm like guys i need cushions i need warmth <laughs> i need silence i need some alone time i need soppy movies that's what i need okay and that's what i'm going to give to myself now you can join me in this phase if you want to or leave me alone but yeah. this is what i'm doing for myself instead of being like oh it's the time i hate this time it's awful yeah. i i'm yeah. just like i am i'm menstruating like i'm yeah. <laughs> i'm doing something really important here i'm like i am woman and it's just the reframing it feels like really rebellious because actually we've been taught from young to be absolutely horrified by our bodies and like mm -hmm. we're so dirty and disgusting and it's really it's really pervasive and really effect, affects how we feel about ourselves and it's not okay um it seems small and subtle but that's what i mean about the unlearning and when you reframe yeah. what your body's doing and why it's doing it and the fact that we can like you create life because of this cycle you're just like excuse me throw petals in my wake do you know who i am like are you mad <laughs> okay that's definitely my affirmation for this week boy throw petals in my way you know who i am yes 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 guys today has been eye-opening i hope um let's round it up in kind of maybe your five top tips in terms of for mums and just finding themselves in this whole self-development um journey so five top tips amazing so try and get to bed early <laughs> develop a morning routine See if you can figure out where you are in your cycle. There are apps, one's called Maya, one's called Clue. And that's going to, you just put in like the first day of your cycle and you can find out where you are. Literally a message will throw up, come up and be like, oh, I'm fertile or, oh, I'm ovulating or, you know, whatever it is. Really helpful. Mm. Um, and the other thing is to see if you can get hold of your needs, which may take work. And that's why you should send me a DM. Yeah. I'll be happy to speak to you. <laughs> Okay, just give us your um, your um, handles again, where we can find you. Yeah, so on Instagram, it's Cheryl May and Dion. That's C-H-E-R-Y-L, May, M-A-Y, and Dion is N-D-I-O-N-E. My husband is Senegalese, so it always trips people up, but it's Dion. Lovely, that is lovely. Are you from Senegal as well? No, I'm from the Caribbean, so mum's side oh, wow. is from Barbados, yeah. Wait, that's a whole other life. How is that like, you know, with the culture and all that kind of... Yeah, yeah so it's different. Next time, next time, next time. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, for sure. Next time. <laughs> oh, it's been so lovely. It's been really good. Really helpful as well for those acts. For me, guys, again, the live is for me. You guys just come and enjoy <laughs> while we do these. But um, yeah, no, it's been definitely um, really enjoyable talking to you. Um happy about your um event coming up as well on the 7th yes, of november send guys an invite check out for the um tickets going live tomorrow um yeah it's amazing 
but thank you for today thank i am you. going to take on board what you said i am going to try and get to bed early it is almost 10 o'clock so um and yeah. tell yourself you had full sleep you have you're gonna have full sleep and you're gonna wake full up refreshed sleep. I'm going to yeah. wake up and now everyone's going to throw petals in my way because <laughs> I am that girl. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> but yeah, we have definitely had a good um, session today. Thank you, thank you for thank coming on the live. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you guys for um, listening and staying with us because yeah, we're definitely just having a good vibe. Um, but yeah, we will catch you in the next one. Thank you, thank you. Bye. See you next time. Bye guys. Bye.